Hello, everyone, and welcome to C-View Quantum Radio Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with your host, Claudia Pareco. Every week, we feature a network of spiritual first responders, bringing the light of consciousness in all areas of alternative medicine, holistic living, and metaphysical. Throughout our high-ranked shows, you and your loved ones will experience an influx of eye-opening information, profound inspiration, compassionate counseling, advanced spirituality, pertinent advice, and loving guidance. Just tune in, live or on demand, and share, share, share. Our shows are held on Mondays and Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. At any moment to participate on our shows, please call 805-830-8344 and press 1 to talk with the hosts. Seaview provides the platform to a diverse array of guests, national and international, who are joining forces to change the world from inside out, utilizing their areas of expertise. If you have something to say, we have the audience for it. All interviews are easily found in social media and are available free and on demand for anyone who wishes to further their knowledge and to transform their lives. Host a show and get your name in the game. Lead with Seaview Quantum Radio Network on a new media content revolution that is empowering individuals like you with the ability to globally distribute their ideas and create a following of like-minded fans. To request a show, please email Claudia Pareco at cview1111 at gmail.com or visit our website, charlotteview.net. Now, enjoy the episode of the day. Thank you, Danny, and welcome everybody to Seaview. Now we have a new website, so you can look at us at seaview1111.net. Today we are so excited because we have Stephanie Finn back with us. Stephanie is a light worker. She brings the angelic realm to the airplane at this most glorious time. And Sibiu is so, so lucky to have her. She is a channeler of the mighty angels and the Holy Spirit, currently working the standards from high places and the guardians of light. She has communicated with Archangel Satkiel and Archangel Michael. She is also an ordained minister, minister sorry, of the Course in Miracles. When we met Stephanie last year, it was a little bit after May. So it was pretty much in May of 2018 that Stephanie was first visited by a group of angels who introduced themselves to her as we, the angels of heaven. This was followed by a period in which she channeled in which she channeled a book from these angels in five short days, and CBU did an interview about that book. Now, this massive event in her life was almost overnight and changed her in ways that uh, we cannot even imagine. But let's bring Stephanie to the show 
So she herself can tell us about these auspicious day, the changes, and a lot of the things that were happening around the time that she first started working with the angels. And through this interview, um, we're going to share that so people can open themselves up and let the love light in. Stephanie, welcome to see you. Thank you so much for having me. Hi, Claudia. Hi. <laughs> so we were talking before the show, and we were. Um, she just, you just realized, Stephanie, that it's been almost one year to the date that you started channeling the angels and I've been following you on Facebook and you had a club, a book page club sharing all of these poems that, that you channeled and it's like one after the other, one after the other, one after the other, it's nonstop. So I can just imagine your life is not, um, nothing compared to what it was before all of this transformation started. Yes, that's absolutely true. And it was funny because today when I looked at my Facebook, the first thing that popped up was a memory from a year ago, which was a retreat that I had held here in Newfoundland at a beautiful resort called Strawberry Hill Resort. And it was as a result of spending this weekend with like-minded mighty companions and doing meditation and you know being dedicated to to the ways of love and life and peace that i feel it was a very important facilitator of opening up this portal uh, through which the angels came and introduced themselves to me it was a couple of weeks after that retreat but it was on my way home from the retreat i was on the highway and i could feel bliss at the top of my head I could just feel like I felt that, that a portal had opened and I even mentioned it to a friend uh, we were having tea a couple of nights after and I said I feel like I'm on the precipice of something I feel like something big is going to happen I can't put my finger on it I can't tell you exactly what it is but something big is, is about to happen and it was just a couple of weeks after that um, that it all began <laughs> <laughs> and it hasn't and, stopped, you know. Yeah, no, it's it's still changing and it's still coming through you. And I was uh, t- talking to you before the show, and I was wondering, Stephanie, did you ask for it before this all happened? Was was this part of your prayers that you wanted to channel the angels? Did you prepare yourself for this? And has it been what you imagined? Right. I was preparing myself in a very conscious way, but I didn't know what I was preparing myself for. I had Mm -hmm. never really thought about angels before. Well, I've, I've thought about them in a way that I was very curious. I always believed in angels. I knew they were very real. And I had received snippets of information about angels in the past before all this happened. I was receiving um, very short messages. Uh, They actually have been coming to me since 1999. I was calling them messages to love. 
and I really didn't know where they were coming from, but I knew that they were real, and I knew that they were messages of truth. They were like snippets of information and very short statements of truth, and, but I didn't know where they were coming from. You know, I knew they were coming from love and light, um, but I didn't realize they were coming from angels. It was only until, or I should say it wasn't until May the 24th that I realized that these were angels that were coming to me. But I feel like the portal that opened up a year ago uh, was it opened myself up to something much grander and, for lack of a better word, higher. You know, these, these angels are coming from a mighty high up plane, they said. We, we are from the plains of distant shores where mighty angels reside. So I feel like this is, a much, this is happening on a much grander scale. Um, so the answer is yes, I was opening myself up. And I think I was doing this. Um, very consciously about between three and four, maybe five months before it actually happened. And that really what looked like I would get up in the morning and I would just walk into the living room and I would open my mind to God and I would say, use me as an instrument of your peace. And I would not just say the words, but I would mean the words. I would let go of all my thoughts and all my emotions and all my attachments and just let my mind melt into the mind of God. And I kept saying, use me. And later on, I received some information. The angel said to me that during those moments that I receded and opened up to their loveliness afoot, this was what allowed the portal to open and for my mind, so that they could register with me. You know, because they're just waiting. They're just waiting to, to communicate with us. So, yeah, the short answer is, is yes. I, I was definitely preparing myself. I had given my life up, up to spirit, up to the universe, up to God. Now, Stephanie, we were also, uh, I was also wondering, um, what happened with, in your life? that prompted you to look for a spiritual life like the one you are um, living today? Were you going through grief? Did you have a difficult life? Were you angry to the world? Um, were you thirsty of, of knowing what is it? What was going through you? Through you? Yes, well, I certainly, all of, all of the above, Everything that you just said, <laughs> I, uh, I, really, I really started to change. So I'm 55 years old, and I really started to enter into this spiritual life in a conscious and dedicated way when I was 35 years old. Uh, and before that, I was always curious. I was into the metaphysical. You know, I was very deeply into astrology, like the general characteristics of each sun sign, and I always found that very fascinating and true. Um, I was reading books like Deepak Chopra and Wayne Dyer when I was 16, 17 years old. I was always open to thinking in a different way. I was always open to the metaphysical and the occult, uh, you know, the mystic. And so I just evolved through the years. But uh, even though I was reading the books and doing the courses, I wasn't really walking the talk. I was very emotional. I was living in my emotions. I was... I went through a string of unhealthy relationships. Um, I, my mind, my my mind wasn't really dedicated to spirit, but I was curious and 
um, you know, about spiritual things, put it that way. So it wasn't until a relationship fell out from underneath me when I was 34 years old, and it was very devastating and painful, that I just hit the brick wall. And this, this event brought me to my knees. And I remember the moment. I even remember where I was. It was one of those flashbulb memories. I remember saying to myself, I have to change. Because it just, as Dr. Phil would say, it just wasn't working for me anymore. I really had, was causing myself a lot of conflict and a lot of suffering. And I knew in my heart that I was doing this to myself. So I remember saying, I have to change. And then I went about the business of embracing that change. I started to, um, I, I actually created a, a, a healing sanctuary in my living room where I would go every day and I would just feel my feelings and I would let, I was exposing the ego to the love light, you know, even at this point, even when I didn't really know a lot about what transformation was, I was doing it. I was doing it instinctually. So I would just, just bring up the ego. I would bring up the anger and the resentment and the pain and, and, and everything. I wouldn't overanalyze it. I would just feel it. I would bring it up into the, you know, the light of my own consciousness and release it. And I did this for a long time. And I was being guided in a very profound way even back then. Certain books that I needed that were going to be very healing in my journey showed up. They would just come out of the universe and fall right on my lap. Uh, I, would ha- I had dreams that really helped me. Very profound and, and um, lofty dreams, you know, from the angels. Uh, I, I was just shown a, a, a true reality. I was shown a world that is beyond this world, Um, you know, structures of light and cathedrals. Um, So that really, that was very, very helpful in a very deep way. And I was given glimpses that were helping. I found A Course in Miracles, and I started to dedicate my life to that. And I have been dedicated to doing the course, you know, since 19, I think I started in 1999. And I work with it every day. It's a very big part of my keeping my attention on the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So did that answer the question? <laughs> yeah. So Stephanie, um, so, so now this is a year after you started channeling. What has changed in your life since then? Well, uh, that's, that's a great question. I think the biggest thing that has changed is my I now know what my destiny is. I think before I was moving towards my destiny, but now I don't question it. And a couple of days ago, as a matter of fact, I was out for a walk. And about a year ago, like before all this happened, I was walking in this area on a nature trail and I was wondering and I was feeling a little bit frustrated thinking, you know, I wonder what my path is going to look like, you know, just wondering how how everything was going to unfold for me wondering, you know, about my destiny and am I doing the right thing and and all this kind of thing. And a few days ago, I was walking on the exact same trail and I realized there is no more frustration. There really is no more wondering. Well, yes, there is curiosity, obviously, but now I know what my destiny is for sure. I don't doubt it. I know I'm a channel um, for for these beings of light. I've taken that on. I embrace that fully. It is the priority in my life, and I've given my my entire life to that. So that is the biggest way that my life has changed. Um, 
And in other ways, uh, well, one kind of uh, simple way, but still, but yet important way is that I have developed a deep love for nature. And I love looking at pictures, for example, or, you know, scenes of just pure nature, like without houses or without people. I just love to see raw nature, nature in its... Uh, so with every channel that I receive, I receive more light. So in that way, my life has changed. I feel like I have received more light. I feel like I am being blessed with the light of the universe increasingly all the time. And I'm certainly not perfect. You know, some days I feel like I should be meditating more, but I do the best I can, and I feel like I'm pretty much on track. (laughs) So, yeah, there's a couple of ways that definitely everything has changed. Yeah, because that that was part of my next uh, question to you is, um, you you have changed your life. You have accepted the news, Stephanie, and that you're a channeler, and that you have that you know now what is your purpose and what is that you're doing. But do you doubt? Do you sometimes go to, oh, what if it's not real? What if I'm just making this up? What if? Do you? Yeah. Well, I don't wonder if I'm making it up because I know I'm not, but I do doubt. Uh, It's funny, I heard a couple of weeks ago somebody said in the particular channel that I was listening to, they said, your worst friend is doubt. (laughs) And so why don't you just break up with that friend? (laughs) So what I do now when doubt comes in, I just let it be there and I just don't take it so seriously. I don't let it stop me put it that way mm-hmm. I don't let it doubt me you know I don't let it bring me down I, I, I feel it and I let it do its thing but I just sort of don't pay attention to it I just I kindly disregard it so that's how I handle doubt and in a, a way doubt way. is it yeah in a way doubt has become my facilitator you know I, I, I just don't let it stop me from what I'm doing You mentioned also that um, this channeling that you have been doing has not been the same. It has changed. It has become, I don't know if it's easier or louder or clearer, but also you now have identified specific um, angels or archangels that come through you. And I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about that and how that happens. Right. Well, it's definitely evolving and changing as I move forward. And that could be um, partly due to the fact that I have completely opened myself up to this. Um, They they told me quite a while ago that I can ask them anything. And I have asked them questions. But generally, I don't focus on asking questions. I focus on opening myself up and allowing whatever they deem appropriate to come through. And so with, with that, um, you know, I, I'm learning about the archangels because, as I mentioned, I never really did a lot of study and a lot of research on particular archangels, for example. Mm-hmm. So they are introducing themselves to me in very sort of subtle and soft ways. Um, 
like for example, they told me uh, uh, yesterday I heard some information from Archangel Raphael, who I understand now is the angel of healing. And Archangel Zadkiel, I received a message from him, and he teaches us about forgiveness, oneness, and transformation. Um, so, you know, and Archangel Michael, I received a, a beautiful, fairly short channel from him. Uh, that was on April 17th. So I feel it was a very universal channel and a very timely channel. Would you like for me to read that just to give you a taste yeah. for, you know, okay, I'm just going to read that because it's like, again, it's not that long. And I think that people will, you know, can relate to it. So the title of the channel from Archangel Michael was Enlightenment is a Choice. I am Archangel Michael coming forth to help you with the times ahead. It is time to activate your third eye of oneness. This will be very easy. As you go into the vastness of Malthas, the territory of oneness. I am Archangel Michael coming to the earth plane at this appointed time. I'm here to help those who are being called and are choosing themselves. Enlightenment is a choice, not some prime accolade to bestowed upon a chosen few. You choose yourselves, and you can be delighted indeed when you make that choice. The sands of yesterday have fallen to the cracks of time and will be repeated no more. The time for complacency is behind us. Those who choose to rise will rise based on the urging of their own inner light, which is the light of our own glorious God. The work of forgiveness and courageous transformation has served you well, and although it hasn't been easy for you, we can see that you are gloriously grateful for all that was and all that is. This is the ticket to freedom, the gateway towards higher realms of consciousness. In deep gratitude for all that you've been and all that you are, you rise and shine and want to sing glory forever in your waking heart. I am Archangel Michael. Wow. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, it's pretty beautiful when, and you know, when I'm receiving messages like this. And I feel that a big part of being a channeler is to be grounded. I focus a lot on grounding myself. Mm-hmm. So that I'm capable, you know, of receiving this and, and of sharing this in my own way. And how do you know when you're grounded? Because you feel at peace. I feel that groundedness is really about feeling that a sense of ease and a sense of grace and, and a sense of humility, a, a oneness. You're just at ease. And I, and I feel like for me it's something that I have to focus on. I have to work on it. I have to choose it. And I feel that one of the easiest and fastest ways to ground yourself is to take a nice deep breath. A nice deep breath is instantly grounding. The angel said, breathe the answer wide. You know, if there's something that you need guidance on, just take that deep breath because what that does is it opens you up fully for the answer and for the guidance, which is always simple, right? It's always simple. God is not the author of confusion. 
week always. <laughs> yeah, you know, when uh, when you think about that um, simple, it is so simple that it is so difficult because we are always expecting right. things to be hard and unachievable and somewhere outside of us and so when you think of simplicity and it's right there most people we we don't grasp what that means it, it's it's beyond our comprehension because it's too simple right yes it, 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 it is simple but the mind wants to bump ourselves out of the moment, you know, and into the past and into the future. So it takes a sense of conviction to be willing to focus, you know, to have that razor-sharp focus and to find that place between your thoughts where the love resides. Because that's where the love resides. The love resides in that place that is, is between your thoughts. And in that feeling of love, all the answers are, and everything is there. You know, in the free form of creation, you will know what to do. When you are in alignment with that, that light, which is in our mind. You know, I always say, I, I truly understand what it, what it means that God is within, the light is within. And, and it is a choice to go there. And to keep going back to that space. That's where all the answers are. That's where all the guidance is. And even when I'm doing, like, speaking to you here now in this moment, before we got on the phone, my only job was to get myself in that space. Because the ego can very quickly overwhelm you. You know, it can, it can like there's a saying, um, uh, the ego will attack you when you're most loving. So it's like the ego wants to rush in and replace the peace. So it takes vigilance. It takes uh, that choice to move back into that spaciousness. And that spaciousness and the love within that spaciousness is a very exciting state. It is the most fulfilling state that, that we can have. I also know that, you know, peace comes to those who truly want it. We have to want it 100%. And to value that 100%. Does that make sense? It does. It does, and I'm just feeling the words that you're saying. Saying, and um, yeah, it, it's. Um, I agree with you. Sometimes we are looking for that, but at the same time, without knowing, we are rejecting that peace within that because we don't know what to do with that. Right. Are you saying that in the seeking for us, we really res are really resisting it, you know, and then the sort of floundering around and, and, the, and the incessant wanting of it, really, that is what, what is 
forming the resistance of it. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. You know, it's funny because I received a beautiful channel this morning that I haven't shared yet. I usually share them on Facebook. Um, but it's, it's, it's really about that. It's really about um, the focus. What came to me the other day was the statement, all you need is focus. So you know that statement, all you need is love? Mm-hmm. It's really another way of saying that all you need is focus. And I'm just going to read a couple of sentences. Uh, and I don't know who this is from, but it's from the angelic realm. It said, this has to do with focusing your mind on love. There is nothing else. In this holy instant, you will see what we mean. How could anything else penetrate your awareness once you know love? Once you experience the taste of its essence in comparison to the depths of despair, you need not wait on the wonders of love. With precision, with precision sharp awareness and self-centered notice, the brightness will illuminate. Savor it now in this moment. Time waits not for the illuminant light of God. So all we need is focus. And I love how it says precision, sharp awareness. See, that was, that's where spirit enters. That's how spirit enters and registers with us. That's how the angels can show up in our mind, through that precision, sharp awareness of love within our mind. And it's a real experience. I was shown that experience, or I should say I chose that experience the other morning when they started to say, all, all you need is focus. I began to focus on that space. And as soon as I did, it was like an opening gateway opened and all the love started pouring in, all the messages, all the answers. And that takes Funny. practice. Yeah. What's that? Yeah, I, I was thinking about um, it's funny that all we need is focus and yet we live in a world where distraction is number right. one. And everything yes. is there to distract you or maybe also yeah. to, it, it could be like white noise, right? If you focus yes. your attention. But it's... Yeah, hmm. well, I feel like from doing The Course in Miracles, this world was made as a distraction to distract us from the Holy Spirit, to distract us from the voice for, for, for love. You know, this world, like if you ever, if you ever watch the Matrix movie, you know, this, this world is a, mm-hmm. is, a, is a hologram. It's a dream, you know, we're, we're, we're really experiencing a dream of separation. Like Course yeah. in Miracles teaches that we separated from our source. Now, all this was just a dream, you know, but... We, we had a dream of separation, which we, we separated from our source and took on a false identity, a false reality, which is, really, which is this world. And so, yes, this world is a distraction. And so we choose consciously to go back, back to the awareness, you know, to return our mind back to love, 
And we can do this, and we have to, the tools to do this while we are living in this world of distraction. And then, you know, from my experience thus far, when we can achieve this state, we light up the world around us. You know, heaven can be reflected here. It's not that we renunciate from the world or ignore the world or hate the world. We can actually enjoy life once we achieve that state. We can light up the life around us because we really are not taking it so seriously anymore. We are under, you know, there's a saying in A Course in Miracles, I am under no laws but God's. So you are, you are, you are operating and focusing within this world of form, but you are coming from the Holy Spirit's perspective. You, you, you know, the new codes that are coming in, that's really what the new codes are. The new codes are the new thought system. That is now on the scene. It's the laws of love, the new laws of abundance that I talk about in my book, the new laws of health. So we are here to to channel those new laws and to to bring those new laws forth and to actually apply them in our lives. Because that's where the joy comes from. When we are when we understand that we are not beholden or under control by the laws of the world. We are we can accept and step up to and begin to exercise the new laws. You know, the angel said to me, You have the tools, now use them. They are not your way, and that is why they work. Right? So this is where our freedom truly comes from. You know, the like the new laws of abundance. Mm-hmm. Abundance doesn't come from the world. It doesn't come from working hard and struggling. It comes from allowing energy to serve us. We don't have to work for energy. Energy can work for us. It can serve us. As we are stepping into our lives of joy and and our, and our true destiny of love and light, energy can serve us. We don't have to struggle anymore. Those are old ideas rooted in the past. And they just won't work anymore. And this is why we're seeing so much despair on the planet right now, because all these new codes and all this new love light is coming forth onto the collective. But the ego mind is, finding, is, is, is desperately trying to hang on to the old. But it knows somewhere deep down that it can't. And so there's this desperation. You know, there's, there's a rise in anxiety. Because as the light comes in, the darkness goes berserk. And, you know, as, as I'm sure most of us are aware, most channelers are talking about this now, mm-hmm. right? And this is why as light workers, that this is why as light workers we are so needed right now. And I'm not talking about a light worker as some shallow fantasy. I'm talking about true light work. You know, a light worker is someone who doesn't ignore the darkness, but who transforms the darkness into light. Speaking of which, would you like for me to read uh, the channel, that very short, just not even a full paragraph, and, uh, on the, the light worker? It's actually called light worker. Yeah. Like for and me to read that? You, have... Yes. While you read that, I'm gonna. Uh, we have uh, several callers, so this okay. is uh, after that we're gonna take some calls, but I need you to press number one. If you wish okay. to ask a question to Stephanie, but now we're, let's listen to the to that channeling message, 
about light work. Okay. All right. This is just very, very short, but it's very impactful. You know, the, the angels give me short and sweet messages. Like a friend of mine said, it's like, instead of having a, a, a spoonful of soup, you're having a spoonful of stew. And mm-hmm. <laughs> every, sentence, every sentence is very rich. So this one is called Light Worker. As a light worker, you are here not to answer the call of every little call that is out there, but rather you are here to answer to the light. The light of love is calling to you now. A light so profound you will never want again for anything. There is no lack in light. This light is not of this world. It stands tall beyond mountains of majesty, beyond the pinnacles of success. It calls the ancient darkness into oneness. And that's it. And that is beautiful. Stephanie, what, what has, listening to that, what would be your advice for um, people that listen to our shows? They are very much into service and into helping others in Sometimes it is a burden for them. So what would be your advice for the people that might think that they are here to serve? What would be what would be my advice for anyone who feels and knows in their heart of hearts that they're here to serve? Mhm. Yeah, I would well my own personal feeling on that is that Focus first and foremost on your own right-mindedness. So focus on getting yourself right on the inside. Because we are truly incapable of inciting right-mindedness in others or healing in others until we are right within ourselves. And I know that once we are right within ourselves and we have achieved a level of peace and enlightenment, we will be used. We will be used for the for them. for helping others. But, you know, even like with myself, I focus my first and foremost priority is my own, you know, my own well-being, my own uh, forgiveness work when, when, that ha- when that comes up. Getting myself right on the inside and maintaining my own sense of well-being and peace. So that would be my, my guidance. You mentioned before um, that you have had a lot of Um, messages also about health and wellness and healing of the mental, emotional, and physical pain. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> in terms of the mental, physical, and emotional pain, I'm actually going to read something to you, and then we can discuss it for a moment, uh, if you like. But I just feel that mm-hmm. this is so uh, instructive, you know, just to read the words, the actual. And this came from um, uh, Archangel uh, Raphael. So it's called Healing of Mental, Emotional, and Physical Pain. When you believe in pain, you put yourself in pain. The belief in pain is where pain comes from. You are not a victim of some outer force, but rather when you are in pain, you are experiencing the effects of your own belief. Work out your belief and you will work out the pain. Go to the source of your pain, which is always in the mind, and undo it at its cause, which is always the belief in separation. 
separation from source. Do this work of healing, the belief in separation from source, and you will heal the effects of the belief in separation, which is physical, mental, and emotional pain. God would have us in quiet, joy, and perfect oneness of self. All else is a fallacy and a direct result of the belief in separation. There is so much love ingrained in the cellular memory of oneness. The sparkle of light strives to propagate itself into every crevice of existence of your multifaceted self. Plug into this today and light up in the wonder of oneness of your celebrated self. Witness the healing ensue. Marvel at how easy it is and always was. The fragmented images that hold that we hold in our mind is the source of our pain. Light is ramping up the game, so we can see in the singular expression of life's most glorious dance, so we can celebrate our oneness with each other. It is never complicated and always simple. In the vastness of God's creation, we wait in silent recognition of the healing touch. We need not point out the way to him. He will heal us fully and completely and for all time in a moment's grace. And that's it. Yeah, you know, that's you know, beautiful. It is so poetic. I'm finding that the channels are so they're they're very, they're deeply instructive and with, with practical tools, but they're also very poetic. Mm-hmm. You know, and I can say that because I never wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, a part of you did, and but it's it's yeah. I understand when when you touch light, it is just it baffles the human mind. So it's, it's like I don't know. It's it's hard to explain. Um, but we have a, um someone that has a question for you. This is a two zero three number. So please. Um, tell us your first name and where are you uh, calling from? 203, welcome to see you. Hi. Can you hear me? Hi. Can I have Hi. your first name and where are you calling us from? Uh, Vittoria. I'm calling from Connecticut. <clears throat> welcome. Hi, there. What would be your question? Sorry, Victoria, what is your question? Um, my question is, what do you see with me and a man named Kyle um, moving forward into the future? Okay, can you hear me okay? Am I supposed to yes, press I one, can. Claudia? Okay. okay yes, so I can what hear can you. I see? All right. Um, so, first of all, I'd like to hear a little bit from you, if if that's Okay. Sure. Um, in terms of what is your feeling and what would you like to happen? Can you just give me like a little, like maybe a snapshot of what your relationship is and where you would like for it to go? What are your expectations? You know, what is your vision of this? <clears throat> um, well, I really do uh, care for this man and um, I would like a romantic relationship with him. Um, I've known him for like about six months or so. 
Um, we're not in a relationship right now, obviously. Um, but he he got divorced a little over a year ago. So that's that's kind of played a part in this. Um, you know, he's expressed to me that he does care for me. Um, and he's, like, verbalized future things with me. Like, he's brought them up, like, marriage, children, living together. Like, actually, early on, he would even bring those things up. And um, it's kind of at a standstill right now. Um, And he's kind of in a confusing place. So I just um, wanted to see what you're seeing as far as, you know, what, things moving forward, will things kind of pick up with us? Like, I feel like he does see that future with us. Um, right. But I think he's, like, scared to take that step. Um, so, so yeah. Right. Okay. <clears throat> well, can I ask you this? Are you friends? Like, do you consider yourselves like you have a, a really nice friendship? Um, I I mean, I would say we're friends. Um, you know, we don't um we don't hang out very often. Um right. but I guess you would say that's kind of what we are at, at this point. Um I mean I I think we both see each other as more than friends, but I think we have like a really great connection. Um right. and it's really easy when we're together and talking, like it just flows very nicely and we can easily talk about things and um yeah right okay so the what i'm seeing you know as you're speaking what what i see and what i feel what i'm picking up is that uh there's a couple of things actually number one yes you're absolutely right he was you know well he he has gone through an intense time himself and Mm -hmm. so um i feel like he might be fearful Mm -hmm. to kind of look to pursue maybe what you have envisioned to pursue, even though he may have said some things about, you know, a potential future, he has some trepidation and some fear around that. So Mm -hmm. I would say to you that to focus on your friendship and to nurture that and to be happy with that, because ultimately Mm -hmm. that's really what that that's the most, you know, I feel anyway, like that is a very, such a key component of any relationship is a friendship. Mm-hmm. And then, and I'd also like to say that this is really, you know, ultimately this is about you finding peace within yourself and to look at what's coming up for you and where do you need to do the forgiveness work within yourself. So instead of focusing on like what, you know, he's going to bring into your life and how he may complete you, quote unquote, <laughs> you know, for lack of a better way of saying it. Focus on yourself. What's coming up for you? Is what, are you feeling insecurity? Um, you know, frustration. Be willing to bring some light around that for yourself. This is really a self-exploration because, you know, ultimately the most important relationship that we have is our relationship with ourselves, our, our higher selves, relationship with the universe, a relationship with our source, right? The vertical relationship, and that's going to take care of, of, of the horizontal relationship, so to speak. And so find your peace within yourself and let the chips fall where they may. But in terms of you and him, I would say be be happy and accept and enjoy the friendship that you have right now because it's it's a it's a gift. 
So I hope that and helps. Then, and, and then from there, it, it will, if it will, grow. But right. It will blossom if it's meant to blossom. You know, and he's come into your, and I also feel that he's come into your life to show you to yourself. So again, I hope that helped. And thanks for asking the question because I've been there myself and I know how it feels. I guess all relationships are like that, not Stephanie, that um, people that come to our lives, even if you are already married and you have a husband, or and, but people that come in your life, they are always showing part of yourself. It's, it's always about you. It's not about them. It's about you and what you can learn of that relationship. Absolutely. But you can you. learn about, yeah, yeah. Like, I remember, just very quickly, a very long story short, but remember when I mentioned about hitting the brick wall back in 1999 in my mm-hmm. life? I had been in a very short relationship. It was about four months, but I was very insecure at that time. So this is what I was bringing to the relationship. I was bringing insecurity into it. And so, and I had a lot of respect and a lot of admiration for this individual who really taught me a lot. Um, but it all just fell apart with, within kind of weeks. It, it was just completely over, and I was left in a very vulnerable, devastated state in my life. But I remember I was going to university at the time, and I was reading a textbook. I was sitting in the middle of the library, and I was reaching out, you know, in, this, in, in my pitch of anxiety, overwhelming anxiety. I reached out, and I asked God, I said, what is this all about? I just couldn't understand what this loss was about. And just like that, I looked at my textbook, and on the front of the page, there was one word there in the middle of the page, and that word was evolution. And I knew in that moment of darkness that there was intelligence in every single thing that I was going through. There was perfect, exquisite intelligence. Um, And I knew it. Even in my pain, I knew that this was truly about my evolution. And it was because of that experience that brought me to my knees that brought me to this moment in time today. You know, that was like the snowflake that caused the avalanche. And so I encourage anybody that's going through any pain in terms of like, you know, wanting something that they can't have or like a relationship breakup to to in some way see the light in it and to see the gift in it. Stephanie, you you mentioned that you had um, a couple of messages for people that you know that are going to be listening to this show um, later on. Do you want to share those? Um, Do you mean messages that they have maybe From the angels, yeah. Yes. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, Let me see. Well, there was somebody that I know today, for example, that is just dealing with, uh, you know, dealing with a lot of fear. And they're going through something in their life and they just felt, they just felt overwhelmed and alone. And, and I guess, you know, what I talked about before really is, uh, is, is um, part, of, part of that, like in the moment of overwhelmment and in the moment of despair, to understand 
you know, that the light is within and, and the pilot light is still there. Even, with, and even when we feel that we are in despair, understand that the pilot light is still there and that your being knows what it's doing. There's a light within that's going to get you through this. And sometimes it's just a matter of taking it day by day. Spirit said that to me one time when my dad was really not well and he was really, he was dying. And, uh, you know, we were taking it day by day. And I remember Spirit said, I asked a question one day and Spirit said, day by day, just take it day by day, ride the wave. And you will eventually end up on the shore of peace. You will end up on the shore. It will lift. The despair will lift. So I just wanted to share that. Yeah, and that that one I can relate with that. When uh, my mom passed, um, I think it's going to be three years now or four, and the grief of her passing and the I don't know. It's not only the grief; it's the um, that feeling that this doesn't make sense when she when she died and the way she did and and for months and months I was asking that I wanted to contact her and and it didn't happen, but there was this voice or this knowing that it will pass that it needs the time and that. I will find that again. It's just that as a human, it's like, why do I have to wait? Why do I have to wait? This time has to pass. I want it now. And probably in that one (laughs) thing, I know, it it was like uh, frustration because sometimes I I laugh about spirit because I love spirit, but sometimes they they have this funny way of telling you big, 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 truth in a way that you have to find the puzzle out of those words and and I don't know it's it's funny but um but I remember that when my mom and and that feeling that it will pass and I will find resolution and I would find understanding when I'm ready for that right Yes, and I think that that's something that happens. It's not necessarily something that you find. It's something that happens. You know, peace is really something that happens mm-hmm. as a result of being committed to doing the work and doing the forgiveness work. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we can't really we find have... it. We can all go ahead. No, sorry. Yeah, we, we it just happens, right? Yes. I'm going to mention, we have another caller. Are you ready for another caller? I am. Okay, so this is an A28 caller. Please let us know your first name and where are you calling us from? Uh, yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, yeah, uh, Stan is my name, and I'm in uh, the Smoky Mountains of North Carolina. Oh, welcome, Stan. Hi there. Hi. So, so what would uh, be your question? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just tuned in about uh, 15 minutes ago, and uh, I didn't know if I was going to get in. So <clears throat> I'm finishing uh, up the sandwich here. Let me just take a sip of coffee. And... <laughs> no problem. Here we go. 
I was enjoying listening. I didn't know I was going to get picked up. So, um, yeah, um, it's Stephanie, right? Is that your name? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I uh, would like to uh, get some additional perspective on my own knowing. Um, I'm a, I'm an older dad. I'm 65, but I've got a four-year-old son. Um, and uh, we, uh, I live with him and his mother and a nine-year-old boy that she had. And um, um, I'm sort of like semi-retired. I haven't been really doing much except um, taking care of well, being around to uh, spend time with my four-year-old. And um, I know I have some gifts that I've used prior to meeting up with all of this this family, and um, I know I have some healing talent, um, but I've been just kind of disconnected from all that in the last few years from source and from my own knowing and really wanted to discern what else, what I'm to do, um, what's my next thing, what am I here on the planet for to, to, um, maybe some just perspective on that as well as, uh, our next home, if you could give me any put on any of those items, I'd right. appreciate it. Yes, yeah, so it's a great question. And um, later on today, perhaps, uh, if you listen to this broadcast and its completion, you will hear that I spoke a, a little bit about that at the beginning of this broadcast. I talked about uh-huh. okay. how okay. I shifted. Yeah, I, I talked about how I shifted from wondering what my destiny was to stepping uh-huh. into my destiny. Right? So this is what I talked yeah. about. We talked about it in the very beginning, you know, the process of doing this. And um, so for me, it was really about committing myself to something without really knowing the form of what I was, of what I was committing myself to. Okay. Right? Because I started, you know, I started speaking with angels and the angels worked through me in a multitude mm-hmm. of ways. Um, I've received over 150 light packets or poems in the last year and over 25 informational channels. Um, and, I, you know, I work with, with them in many different ways, you know, doing group sessions and one-on-ones and et cetera. But before all this happened, I was consciously just opening my mind and making the universe aware that I was ready to be used as an instrumental piece. And I was doing the work every single day, like between meditating up to an hour a day, uh, doing my Course in Miracles. Now, I mean, everybody has their own path that they will that they will be called to. But for me, it was a Course in Miracles, so I did a lesson a day. Um, and so I was doing the work and opening myself up and sort of clearing the slate of my mind and creating a spaciousness through which my destiny could show up. And I've read, I've read one time before, and I always loved it, and it is that always moving either towards our destiny or away from it. And so when we are doing the work and having pure intention of our heart to be used as an instrument, you know, for the universe, when, we're, we, when we are doing that, we are moving towards our destiny. And, it, and it's going to show up, you know, the source will use us. Uh, for the purpose of 
helping and healing others when we simply open ourselves up to it so that the source can register with us. So that's what I would say to, to yourself. And the fact that you have, you know, children and you have these you have responsibilities and your day may be um, dedicated to doing that, that, that's okay because, you know, our source can reach us no matter what we're doing, no matter what our responsibilities are, no matter what our day-to-day lives on a practical level looks like, our source can, can reach us very easily. Because it's not about what we're doing as much as it's about what we're being while we're doing what we're doing. So if you know that innately you have some gifts and some talents, I would say find a slice in your day every day to dedicate yourself to nourishing and nurturing and expanding that out. And, whatever, and, and you will be guided in this as well. You know, the universe, once it knows our intention, we will be guided in fulfilling that intention. But is there anything on a more sort of a zeroed in focused level that you want to talk about? <clears throat> you know, like for um, example, you mentioned your talent. Can you, would you like to talk a little bit about what that talent actually is? Well, there is a, before I, uh, um, met up with, uh, Vivian and we had a child, um, I was, uh, exploring the country on my motorcycle and, uh, for about three years. And, uh, I've got adult children. I wasn't married. So, you know, I was just, uh, I got a call to just get on my motorcycle after selling my house and going West. And my whole, uh, every day was about connecting and discovering. So, um, I get this, uh, knowing that I have this, uh, um, hands-on, um, healing ability um and uh i don't know if i still have it <laughs> um but i've <laughs> i've um i've also um um studied or gotten uh educated on a couple of modalities healing modalities and um yes but in the last few years i've i've been um trying to balance that uh this new spiritual life I was having with um, something more physical I could make some change about i mean there's so many things that I feel need to be changed or fixed or whatever with uh especially living in the United States um, that I have uh it's almost like I'm overwhelmed with all the things I'd like to do and uh to make a difference and it allows me to, it's like I too many things to choose from hard to choose or something like that. Right. So, um, that all that has gotten me, uh, sort of, uh, in a circle, you know, it's like, a, yes. I'm in, going in circles uh, and going nowhere yeah. uh, without yeah. knowing exactly committing how to, what to commit to, how to commit to it and just go in, in that direction. So, right. That's, so did what I say earlier, my, uh, your, 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 uh, your dilemma, yeah, what, did what I say a little earlier make sense? Like, did you, could you relate? Yeah, I connect with that. I, yeah, I, I, yeah. Uh, I get that. Um, I, um, that, that resonates with me, all that you were saying. Yes. And, um, well, I, I want to say this to you as well. Um, 
you know, talk to your source, you know, like I'm just saying this now, like in whatever way feels appropriate for you, but, you know, have a conversation with your source, like in a way that you would have a conversation with your friend. Um, you know, the spirit knows what you're capable of and knows everything about you. And you can trust that, that the spirit will find a way to use your talents. And so I would say trust that process and give that process over to the universe and let it unfold and let it come to you. Like, let it be revealed to you. Right. So it's almost okay. like if you could allow the frustration of it, and I understand that frustration because I have felt like that half my life, you know, they feel so it's like, but if you could allow the frustration to be replaced with a sense of curiosity and openness and like a wonderment, you know, I wonder how the spirit is going to use my life and just to be open to that in a very innocent way and, and to really desire it because everything is contingent on desire. When you desire to help and to serve 100%, then that opens up the gateway through which it all comes pouring through, right? The answers will come pouring through. The love will come pouring through. The light will will begin to penetrate. Spirit will use you for the good. And it doesn't mean that our lives has to look a certain way before that can happen. We only have to open up, no matter what your life is like, because, you know, the ego will tell you that, oh, you know, once my kids grow up, well, then I'll have time for my spirituality. But you know what? We can have our spirituality today, no matter what our life looks like, no matter what our present circumstance looks like. You can find a time, for example, to meditate for 20 minutes. No matter if you've got three screaming kids, you know, you can, <laughs> you can find the time to do that. Uh, just very quickly, I wanted to say, I remember there was this French writer, I can't remember her name, but uh, she, I remember her saying that she had two, actually literally had two screaming babies, you know, two babies that were crying and they needed their diapers fed. And she would put one down for a nap and she would go write two paragraphs in her book. And then she would go back and do something else with the other baby. And then she would go back and write another two paragraphs in her book. So in other words, there was nothing stopping this book from coming forth. You know, so I just, I always remembered that, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. Where, where, when, you, when you want your, your light to shine and you want to be used as an instrument, you will be used as one. Uh, you know, and you have to want it fully, 100%. So help that okay, out. well, that's uh, that's very helpful. I appreciate you taking my call and my question, and I'll be sure to go back into the archives and listen to this again, okay? Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Okay. Thank you, Stan. Thanks. So we have reached the end of today's episode, and so there are many well, that ways... Was <laughs> yeah, we even went over, but there are so many ways to work with the angels and to work with with advice and lights, just like how we heard today. So, Stephanie, as always, you are welcome to come back whenever you feel like coming back. And uh, people, you, they can follow you on Facebook. They can go to your website as stephaniefin.com. And there's many ways to keep in contact. So thank you again. Is there anything that you want to mention before we say goodbye? 
Um, well, I was just going to say, you know, feel free to go to my website. It's a growing resource for angelic material. There are about 25 channels there now right on my homepage. So it's stephaniefin.com. And that's Stephanie with an F. So that's S-T-E-S-A-N-I-E, Finn, F-I-N-N.com. And all the channels are there. All my interviews with, with Claudia are there. Um, there's a full page there dedicated to poetry. I think there's like tw- at least 25 poems there since my book of 100 poems. Uh, you know, so I just wanted to mention that it's a growing resource and uh, you're welcome to. And, and also follow me on Facebook. I, I put out new channels almost every day. And, and yeah, not my page, but my, my profile. So you'll, you can just find me and follow me there. I'm sure if it's meant to be, you'll find me. It is. as it was for me so thank you for that Stephanie and we will continue following you, sharing you and having um, a relationship with the angels thank you thank you so much and thank you for your for your presence as well you're welcome okay farewell farewell bye bye everybody and thank you for listening